Well, hello, hello, hello. Here we are again on Sundays with Dr. D. And I am Denise Yvette Moe, Self-Discovery on Sundays with Dr. D. And I am so happy to be here with all of you all again. I trust you had a good week and um, some things got accomplished. Uh, you wrote some goals down, you smashed them, and then you went on from there. So um, I'm not even going to sugarcoat where we are right now in America. It's been a pretty eventful week uh, as it always is in in the world Uh, but I do want to shed some light on what happened to the memory of George Floyd and there are just some things you can't ignore some things you just can't ignore and we've got to look at our role in the world what we've done what we're doing are we contributing are we helping are we hurting so when we come back from commercial we're going to deal with that we're going to talk about the self-discovery of America of ourselves and the things that we just don't want to discuss because they're uncomfortable. Uh, They take us out of our bubble and maybe they're not just the most fun things to discuss, but you know what? To fix a problem, you have to address it. And I'm not sure we're doing that. So today's focus is all about that. The self-discovery of ourselves and where we are with that and what happened with George Floyd. Right back. In Minnesota, earlier this week, George Floyd was put in handcuffs and he was slammed to the ground and a police officer put his knee in the neck of George Floyd on the ground in handcuffs and three other cops also pinned him down. After eight minutes and a couple of minutes, he died. That's a sad way to go. And as George Floyd was dying in front of several witnesses who recorded it, he screamed out for his mother. He screamed out, I can't breathe. They're killing me. He screamed out for his children's names. And the cop still had his knee on his neck. I am African-American and I love my pigment. I absolutely love my pigment. I wouldn't change being black, Uh, African-American. My melanin keeps me young. I'll be 50 in two years and I look 25. Not bad, right? But the beauty of the skin I'm in is that I don't age. And the beast of the skin I'm in, for some people, I'm seen as a threat. I'm seen as someone whose life is not as valuable as someone else's skin color. And that is the systemic issue in this country, in the USA, not necessarily the world, but definitely in the USA. I've traveled outside the USA to London, Paris and uh, India and Dubai and Bangkok and Hong Kong and other countries in Korea and Taiwan. And I did not feel that there the way I do here in the USA. I did not feel that. I lived for a year, as you all know, in China. (laughs) and That was not the case there. That was not at all. Am I different? No, I don't think I'm different, but you know when you feel comfortable and you know when you don't, whether you've caused it or not. And it just, it's a reminder that being black is a daily struggle. You are constantly in a rage. 
James Baldwin says you're constantly in a rage of happiness and sadness all the time if you're black in this country because that's what you're dealing with. And the officer was arrested. The other three should be. And am I, am I giving my own rant here? I'm not giving a rant. I'm just giving the facts here. Um, it is my podcast, so you got to listen. But I want us to really see and answer the question and ask the question. Are you paying attention? Are you paying attention to what's going on in the world? And what are you doing about it? Protesting, marching, having cardboards that say Black Lives Matter, having cardboards that say I can't breathe. All those things are great. All those things make a difference in what you want to have your message be if you're there to protest in the right way. Are we paying attention? Who is still in their bubble? Who is still in their home? Who is still drinking coffee as if none of this affects them? And it affects all of us. It affects all of us. All your friends are not the same race and same color and same gender. They're not. So therefore, it affects you. The question is, are you doing anything about it? I say to my counterparts who are Caucasian, there's a privilege you have in this country, in this world, that other races don't get. There's a privilege in this country that you have that other races don't get. That was given to you by the people who look like me when we were brought over here. I really want to make sure you understand that. Are you using it for the good for those who can't speak for themselves? Or are you just sitting on it and saying, well, it's not my problem. When I look at the pictures of all the people around the world who are protesting, I love the diversity. I think it's beautiful because that's what it's going to take for us to fix this problem. It's not just a black problem and a white problem. It's a racist problem. And that person can be any color, any race, any time, anywhere. And that's what we've got to get to the bottom of if we're paying attention. I suggest these things. One, really, really find a role of what you can do to help. You can call. You, you can email. You can make contact with the uh, police officer and say, and, and his precinct and say, this happened and it's wrong. The only reason he was arrested was the pressure put on by the public. They had to arrest him. But if we had not done that, George Floyd would be another black person that has died. Regular Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Number two, what you can do. You can march. You can protest. Peacefully. Number three, you can use your privilege. Now, I am black and I feel I have black privilege. But I know that there are certain people who can do a lot more than I can and get away with things. And their voice will be heard faster. Are you willing to do it?
In all my traveling, I met so many people who said, I'm going to raise my children outside of a certain country because I want them to have a chance in life to make it. I want them to have a chance in life to be successful. I want them to have a chance in life to do their very, very best and to have every opportunity open to them, not because of skin color, skin tone, gender, race. I want them to be open to everything because they just can be. Nothing's wrong with that. I think it's great. When I see kids raised from other backgrounds in different countries, I think it's beautiful. You learn that language, that culture. It can only make you a better asset in life. My niece is 10 years old. She's completely unaware of what happened to George Floyd. And we've tried to explain a bit to her of what's happening. And she understands the differences and things like that. But she doesn't really get why he died. And it's hard to tell her that. And yesterday we told her. And she said, well, that's just stupid. And we said, well, yeah, Patty. <laughs> it is stupid. You know? And it's just, it's, it's, again, it's a reminder. And it's painful. But the self-discovery I got from that was that, you know what? What I have to do is to continue to be the best Denise Mose I can be. To be positive. To hope and pray that the days are going to be better. That people are going to use their voice in the best way they can to address it. You can't sweep it under the rug because this is America's problem. It's not black or white. It's a racist problem. Are you paying attention? Are you aware? Do you care? And what do we do from here? What do we do from here? I don't think it's uh, unfixable. I, I would never say that. You know, racism has always been here. It wasn't as prevalent in the last, I would say, three years. But it's always been here. But it's been kind of calmed down. And God, we need that. But right now, it's just a mess. So we've got to find, I encourage you, shouldn't say we've got to, I encourage you to find your voice. It's something you can do. Walk, pray, hug, do whatever you can, because this is about you too. I want to always thank those people who support my uh, podcast, uh, my listeners who listen every week who don't have to do it. But I'm so thankful for that. Uh, You need people around you who know more than you to get you to where you're going. So I want to thank Charlene and Tarsha. I want to thank Adora and Leon. I want to thank Alex and all the others who are just so, so, so special to me and keep me going and are positive and just beautiful creatives that I get to share this space with. This this space with. (laughs) Say that three times fast. You all have a good week. We'll see you next week. Remember, we're always here every Sunday. Self-discovery on Sundays with Dr. D. Um, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, I am here in the South, so be aware of that. So you can catch what I have to say. And uh, I'm not going to keep you long. Just kind of hit it and quit it and uh, share my thoughts. And um, we are in this together. See you next week.